Welcome back to the TNT B&B Podcast. These episodes will involve two longtime friends watching a movie and then discussing it at length. So sit back, mix a drink, because you know we'll be drinking. And listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of the movie we watched. Here we go again. So it's been a minute since we've had an episode, but we're back. Took a step back from the two franchises that we have running because one of the shows that we like very much has just come out, or is about to come out. December 15th. About a month. And there also happen to be two movies based on this series, because it's based on a series of books. So we watched, we rewatched the show over the last couple of weeks, and then we just... A week. Yeah, I guess it was a week. Um, and then we watched the movies, so we could talk about them all at once. And the series that we will be discussing is Jack Reacher. And we'll just go on the order that they got released. So we'll start with the first one, but before we get into the numbers, we have a slight change. <laughs> well, we kind of... Like found, I said, slight change. We kind of found out this week, we may have drank the McMaster well dry. So with my findings, you know... I was able to find a few left in this area, <laughs> yeah. and um, and so uh, we actually got McMaster's, but we are actually doing diet scores this time, which I'm sure we have done on the podcast. Oh, but it's it's been a minute. It's been kind of diet Pepsi all day, every day. Yeah, for sure. But it's kind of like we brought up like why do we stop this trend yeah i don't like, know it was it's a nice change of pace amazing man. yeah it was good so the first movie of course is titled jack reacher came out in 2012 is an imdb a seven a meta score of 50 rotten tomatoes of 63 percent tomato meter 67 percent audience it had a $60 million budget. Domestically, $80,070,736. Worldwide, $218,340,595. It was written and directed by Christopher McQuarrie and is, of course, based on the characters of Lee Child, the author of the Jack Reacher books. And this is nine. I believe, yes, this was the this story is based on the ninth book in the series. And there's like 23 of them or something like See, that. I'm thinking about doing books on tape while I'm opening up my store. Like, I think it'd just be kind of nice to start listening to that. My dad read these books, and he likes them a lot. I remember you saying that, and I think that'd be kind of interesting to see if I can do it, because it's very hard for me It's worth me a to... shot. I mean, better than listening to that shit-ass music you listen to. I don't listen to anything in the morning lately. Really? I just, Not even a podcast? I, don't, I have just blank staring, man. Hmm. But, no. Um, I remember when this first came out. I think I saw it in theaters. 
Did I go with you? No, I think I went with my mom because I think she read a couple of the books too and mm-hmm. really wanted to see it. Yeah, that makes sense. But so this one. Well, let's get the elephant out of the way. Like in the books, Jack Reacher is like six five two eighty, just. Like they kept describing him in the fucking videos we watched, a brick shit house. Yes. And in the movie, he's played by Tom Cruise, who's all of five seven and a buck sixty. And just so you know, that's not the newest stuff. It does taste like shit, but it's still good. Shit. Um, so that a lot of people had issues with that. Okay. And I'll just say it myself. At first, when I first watched this movie, it was not an issue. And it's not even an issue now since I saw the the TV version. But They're it, just different. It's very, very different because I would not be scared of a size of, like, fucking... Um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise walking around like, oh, look at that scrawny. Right, but I mean, he does come off as a badass. Yeah, he does. The fucking bar fight scene, like he's brutal. Yeah. And for a PG thirteen movie, this is pretty fucking aggressive with the violence. Was this PG thirteen? PG thirteen. Jesus. Okay. So it wasn't too bloody, but it's aggressive. With the fight scenes and... Yeah. Like, he gouges now, a guy's eye out. And, why do they go PG-13 on this style of a movie? Uh, money. It's going to make more money yeah, as a PG-13. Okay. And I, they were probably trying to franchise it to get more, like, sequels. Yeah. But... Huh. But, yeah, this one takes place in Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah. And everybody that we watched talking about it was right. That opening scene where you're staring through the sniper scope, going over all the people. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that was that was intense, man. That was yeah. wild. That one was... See, I'm starting to get all of them mixed in my head together right now. But, so that one... Um, wait. This was the sniper one. The, the sniper one was the first one? The first movie. Oh, yes, it was. You're right. And how it was going individual people, and he you could tell he was getting the game going. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's just going. Like, you don't know when he's going to pull the trigger, and you're watching it through the sniper scope as he pans over. Yes. You, you see a couple of the people that he ends up shooting and a couple of people he lets go. But then... He, you watch it through the sniper scope as he starts picking people off, and that was wild. I yeah. mean, that's a hell of a way to start a movie off. Oh, dude, it was very insane. Um, because they had me thinking when they went to the house and you see bullet making machines in the van, like, well, obviously this guy is innocent, but right. How the hell are they going to make this one be right? Because da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That was the, the the mystery and the 
uncovering of the mystery in this in yes. the first movie was fucking fantastic. And just like I don't know. They get the guy and they're you got a DA who's never lost a case or whatever. And they're like seventeen minutes. That's a record. Seventeen hours. Or seventeen hours, that's what it was. Yep. And then he he's in the writing his thing, he's like Find Jack Reacher. Yep. And there's yeah, like, who the hell is Jack Reacher? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And that's how you get introduced to his character. He's he's kind of a well in the show. He's like, he's, I'm not a vagrant. I'm a hobo. He just goes. He goes and helps where he needs to help. I don't think. Does he not do that? He just ends up in a shit show. I think no just he just he always ends up in the middle of shit. I don't yeah. think he's actively going to help, but okay. this one he specifically went because he was just got done banging a chick, right? And he and saw the news, on the news and, and that was a guy he, he made hopped. a promise to, like, if you do this again, I'm gonna fuck you yeah. up. Yeah, and he was already on a plane heading that way. They're like, how do we find a guy you can't be find found? <laughs> he just and walks to their like, office, walks right in. Yep, I'm Jack Reacher. What's up? I mean, again, I'll just say it. Because this is 2012, the show is 2022, right? Yes, 21 or 22. Okay. But. Um, who in 2012 at that era could play that besides Tom Cruise? Because yes, he did play a badass. He's just short and scrawny in my fucking. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm trying so, to like, think. So like at that era, what? Who would you like? Was that the best choice? I mean, you could do better size-wise, like maybe The Rock, but, but he wouldn't no, fit. 2012, he's, no. I mean, he's not as big then as he was now. I'm talking just size-wise, not in terms Actors, of popularity. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Unless you start going in and trying to find some no-name, like, like they started doing with WWE guys. Like if you yeah. get a Dave Batista type back in that day. He would have been fine. Yeah, I, I don't think he's that tall. I don't think he's as tall as Rickson, but he's cut. Yeah. So yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to do something like that. I don't think there was a star back then that would have fit the bill size-wise. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I... I Get people who read the book would have issue with it, but I it didn't bother me. No. Like, and Tom Cruise is the last movie star alive, like true movie star. So of course you want to get him in your movie if you can. Exactly like, around that time era, and even now. But yeah, I mean, I was that's just quick. Sorry, I interrupted about the movie because no, I started no, processing in my head. I was like. Well, this is like 10 years, give or take, 9, 10 years before the show came out. I can't think of anybody around that time era. No, you'd have to actively go out and find some super athlete to bring in. Because that movie would have flopped if you would have brought in The Rock, for instance, in 2012. His acting skills were not there. No, but... and. The movie probably made as much as it did because of name. The books were pretty popular yeah but i think attaching tom cruise to it will bring in not the avid book readers but the rest of the audience yeah and it 
like I said, doesn't throw me off. It just you bring in a new like a new animal into the game, and it's like okay. Like people were scared. Right, but I mean, in in that case, the only reason they got that sixty million dollar budget was because Tom Cruise. That's true. If you bring in an unknown Dave Batista at that point, you're not getting sixty million dollars to make that movie. No. So. It's kind of a trade-off, but I, I think, like I said, this first movie's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Like, the mystery of it, like, <clears throat> the villains are both good. Like, the mm-hmm. the Zek, like, the Russian what prisoner or whatever. And... Well, and what I love about this guy is he always has a nice car that he's like, yeah, I'm just going to borrow this. Yeah. Like, and everything is like... Um, so there's the second one. No, it's this one that he had that really nice Mustang. Well, he took, he had two different cars, two different muscle cars, and then the Mustang. Yeah. Because he took the one from Sandy Mm -hmm. to drive to the house, and then he took a different car from the house after he beat the shit out of some people. And he's like, so I can borrow this, right? You're not going to report this Do you ever want to see me again? No. Am I stealing your car? Use it as long as you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he fucks a lot of people up. Um, That's all this is about is getting revenge back to these, these corrupt towns or corrupt governments, corrupt everything. Well, this one in particular, there were the sniper shot five people. Mm-hmm. Shot six bullets, all in order to hide one specific murder. Yeah. Where they were trying to take over a, what was it? A, a construction, construction company. company. Yeah. So they killed four random people, the one intended target, and then the miss, what they thought initially was a miss, was shot into a liquid backstop, so it was a pristine bullet that they could link back to... They're Patsy, uh, James Barr. Yeah. And Reacher eventually figures it out. And the way he does it, it's it's very well done. The way it was, you cut, you put the pieces together and you finally come to the conclusion that, okay, this is... Like, you know going into the movie that it's a, it's a frame job, but the way that they uncover it is very clever. Oh, everything is clever and... All those things. Like, um, so this one, God, I keep flipping to the show in my head right now. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know why, but like, I'm like, want to talk about that part. And that's like, oh shit, no, we're not talking about that one. We're talking about the one with uh, the shooters. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the lawyer, Rosamund Pike, mm-hmm. who's. Kind of going against her father, who's the DA, who's played by Richard Jenkins. Well, and that's one of the parts I like, too, is... Um, they they he, did a very good job of hiding who was involved. Yeah. Because at points, you'd think it was her dad. Yeah. Yep. And then there was a part where um, I really liked, like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have your car. Yeah, when he's being... <laughs> the, she's being questioned for... Because he was framed for a different murder, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Look, I, if you don't, if you want to turn me in, turn me in. But 
Just know that I stole your car. Because <laughs> he has to go to the gun range. Yeah. Which, then he had, what was the actor's name? Robert Duvall. Yeah, Robert Duvall. And I just love... He's funny in the movie. I like him. Yeah. Um, but, like, how he ended up, like, when he was sh- snipering people, like, he used his ears, not his eyes. Yep. And he... He was doing okay. I wouldn't give it like a hundred on that, but he got a few people. Well, he wasn't actively like he said. I didn't come out here just to kill random people. Like he was. I don't think he was trying to actively hit people. Yeah. I think he was just providing cover. Mm-hmm. And that was funny too. Like when they first meet up to do their final push, he gives him a fucking knife. Yeah. Like, look, I saw you shoot ten years ago, but I'm not gonna give you a gun of mine to go <laughs> killing people. So that was funny. And even when he's driving in the car, he's like, any time, Gunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just in reverse watching the, the camera in the reverse. Dude. I could not Taken. imagine driving a fucking vehicle like that. Holy shit. Like, I don't even use my rear, rear camera in my car because it, it kind of pisses me off. Yeah, I don't like using the rear the camera either. Um, But my car already has enough blind spots in it, so you kind of have to use all those devices. But... Now, I thought Rose, the lawyer, can't remember her, her name in the movie, but Rosamund Pike's character, I thought she was like a public defense attorney. Yeah. How'd she afford that car? Um, that was a nice-ass Mercedes. she came from a wealthy family, like her dad's the thing. Yeah, but if she hates him as much as she yeah, does, she wouldn't she take them on. trust. Maybe. I mean, grandparents. I mean, Quite possibly. Because if you come from a, that... Wealthy of a family, she probably had wealthy grandparents. Also, you know, it's just old money, man. Could be, but I mean, he was the city district attorney for Pittsburgh. That it's got to pay pretty well, I would think. Yeah. And they do a very good job of starting out. Like he comes to town to, like you said, why would you came to help your friend, Bar? Like I didn't come to help him. I came to bury him. Yeah. So they make it very clear that Cruz or Reacher thinks that he's guilty because he knows he's guilty because mm-hmm. of what he did in that Baghdad. Yep. And then watching him slowly untangle what actually happened, and then realize that he's not guilty and starts helping and doing all this shit. It was just very well done. I enjoyed this one a lot. We're about 20 minutes in, give or take, on this one. So should we get into the next one and then? Well, yeah. I mean, well, you can give each one a rating. Yeah. I'll write them down so we can compare. Well, I'm going to give this one a 7-2. 7-2? Yeah. I think they go 7-7. Seven, seven. Like, I, I like this one a lot, and the director, Macquarie, went on to do the next couple, three? I think he did the next three Mission Impossibles, which I, yeah, I, I like a lot. I know you really like those. I know you don't, but I like them a lot. I don't say, I don't. I don't I, know why you don't like them. I like them. I'll watch them, but I don't want to sit there and watch them. Like, they're not a once a year type of thing for me. No, but 
I mean, some are better than others, but the last few have been really fucking strong. Yeah, I mean, I dude, I don't mind them. Like, I don't know why you think I hate them. God damn, Jesus, fuck. But no, this one, this movie was great. I don't. This was borderline making my list for that year. I don't. It didn't, but. Can I just say something? Yeah. Just the R.I.P. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, this movie was fucking strong. And we got him. David Oyelowo was the cop, and then Jai Courtney was like the thug. Okay. But we didn't even talk. Like, I just want to mention a few more things. Like this, as a PG thirteen movie, is pretty brutal. Like when they tried to make the guy gnaw off his own fucking fingers. Yeah. To stay alive. Or in the fight in the dude's house in the bathroom, he gouges his fucking eye out. Mm-hmm. And then in the final fight with Jai Courtney, when you have Rosamund Pike being held captive, and the cop being in there hearing him scream as Reacher's killing him. Like, yeah, that's tough shit, man. Yeah, it's, it's very... And the, the phone call when... I'm going to drain your blood and drink it from a boot. Like, you can go ahead and kill her. I don't care. I've got nothing but time, and I'm in your blind spot. So you'll never know when I'm going to come up on you. Like, Yeah. There was just some good-ass dialogue in that movie, too. Yeah, I definitely agree on that. So, with that being said, the sequel to the movie... As I clear my phone out, is Jack Reacher Never Go Back? This came out in 2016. It's an IMDb of 6.1, a meta score of 47. I found this kind of surprising. A Rotten Tomatoes of 38% tomato meter, 42% audience. It again had a $60 million budget. Domestically, $58,697,076. Worldwide, $162,146,076. It was directed by Edward Zwick. Written by Richard Wank, Edward Zwick, Marshall Herskovitz. Again, based on the books by Lee Child. So... Okay, I just had to bring this up real quick. Yes, this was not as great as the last movie, but I don't get the whole, this is that bad. No. I I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong on that real quick, but I just feel it wasn't bad. See, I mean, I get that it was very jumpy, and the action was kind of like, oh, here it is, oh, gone, oh, there it is, oh, it's gone. Like, I get that. Yeah. But it wasn't that bad. No, it was, it wasn't, uh, it was far, the first one was far superior. I think that's that's universally yeah, accepted. Yeah, exactly. That's how it always goes. But 
My biggest issue with this one compared to the first one is there isn't really much mystery to this one. Like, there was not really much of a conspiracy to uncover. Like, it's, you've got that. I get that. That fucking contractor group. They're the bad guys. You know that from the jump, essentially. But now this one is Jack Reacher's a bad guy, and but he's actually really a good guy. Yeah, they force him to go on the run. You, they bring in all new characters, of course, because... Yeah. I think I saw that this was the 19th book or something. Okay. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, I get why people and the reasonings why they was not as good as the first one like you just said like he's not in a small town just doing his thing figuring shit out seeing what's going on he's actually the bad guy who's going yeah they're on the run they're um, they're playing defense in this one as opposed to i like the daughter aspect because you're kind of questioning, like, oh, shit, is it really his daughter? Is it that? Like, um, I really respected that part of it because you can see him trying to be a father figure. And just not like, having any fucking emotional attachment. Not attachment, but all the baggage he carries from everything he's done and has been through just doesn't work well with a teenage girl so yeah. that kind of clashing of heads works pretty well yeah and i i got lost in some parts because it was kind of jumpy i was like wait what the fuck is going on here like so that's my first and actions on this and i'll let you go so the i mean the base storyline is he ends up getting into contact with somebody who's feels like position he used to have mm-hmm. like she kind of taken on the role that he had as when he was still in the military and so they build up a kind of friendship just just over the phone they've never met because he tipped her off to some dirty sheriff somewhere and eventually he ends up making his way to D.C. and they're going to meet because they have kind of a flirty I mean, I did like that. Like, you guys are going to be in handcuffs here soon. Like, you fucked with the wrong person. You don't know who I am. That yeah, that, awesome. the, the opening of the movie was good. It wasn't was, as good as the first one. No, but it was, was good. But it was good. It shows it him to funny. be a badass. Yeah. And that's one of the things I like about both of the movies is they don't force a romantic relationship on the leads. Yeah. Like they kind of tease shit here and there, but it's not, they never hook up, yeah. which you, I mean, is almost a guarantee in movies like this. Mm-hmm. So I like that. But that being said, he gets to DC and finds out that she's been arrested for espionage. Mm-hmm. And so he does his Jack Reacher thing and starts digging. Finds out that he's being followed, of course, because yep. he's Jack Reacher. And didn't they end up killing that guy or something? Or He talked to the her lawyer, 
Her lawyer said, "Stay the." F- she wants you to stay the fuck away from this, and he calls him out for being a pussy. Well, no, like when they ran the license plates, like they got a phone calls, like, "Yeah, you've been burned." That was the first movie. That's when he's talking to Rosamund Pike and saying, okay. that car's been following me all day. And this one, he finds out somebody's following him and he just walks up to the car and breaks through the window. See, I'm connecting everything all into one, man. Yeah, I get it. We just watched a couple books. That's what I call it. That's why I think we should just should have just collided with them and just... They're talking. Yeah, but then nobody's going to know where the fuck we're talking about if we just talk about well, both movies. I don't know where the, the fuck we're thing. talking about. Well, uh, I can help you. Oh, yeah. So this one is his daughter one. And I just. He gets framed for her lawyer's murder. Exactly. And that's how he gets And her. then, like, he ended up going being that one guy up in the house. And then. He gets framed for that murder framed also. Framed for that murder because he was strangling him with the phone. And then the other guy went in there and basically said, hey, you're fucking us. But that guy was in on it. Yeah. He's... Yeah. So essentially what is actually going on is there's smug... This contractor group lost all their government contracts. And so now they start smuggling heroin. Or pure opium out of Iraq in weapons that because this is taking place during the pullback so they're starting to pull out of Iraq and bringing all their ammunition and munitions back and they're hiding opium in the shit when they thought initially they found that drug addict and they got got. That's how he got all started doing it over there, is because they were bringing it over there. Right. But what they initially thought was that they were selling the guns and weapons to the Taliban instead of bringing it back. But what they were doing was hiding drugs in the guns that they were bringing back because they kept why saying the, I liked, the money doesn't add up. Yeah, Jack Reacher. Fucking grabbed one out of there, just started banging on the thing, and all these baggies are falling out. You're just like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Like, I just don't also understand. Don't understand. I do understand. But, like, they're just going to drop that one girl there, and how didn't they know she had a cell phone? Like, you should have, like, patted her down, do something, like... Yeah, but you you think there's been a couple of att- attempts on your life, like yeah, maybe. Well, and also are... going to that school, she took the wallet. Then they realized she had a phone after she stole the wallet. Then somebody's on the plane because it gets flagged. So they use one of her, the girl's credit cards, and then. The dumbass bitch goes and orders fucking room, room service, service on with, the credit card. On the credit card after realizing, hey, this isn't safe. No, I, you know, I don't know if that's the case because there's no way she would have known. I don't think the credit cards would have been flagged by that point because they go right from the school. He gets a call from the Asian officer that he befriended. And that's when he found out that the guy was in New Orleans. 
Then they go right to the airport. I don't think they could have gotten a guy in place there at that point, unless they were monitoring the female officer's phone that he called. Yeah, that's true. Unless they just had people at the airport keeping an eye out for him. I just kind of was very, like, confused because they were, like, at least 20 minutes ahead of them going in a different direction, so they didn't know which way they were heading. So the only way in my head that they could have bought those, when they bought the tickets on those cards, was they were already at the school and probably overheard, oh, my wallet's missing. So they started running credit card things through that. Possibly. Because that'd be the only way. Because how else do you know if they're heading, if they're, they weren't that close, like a half hour, hour, so they were heading to Yeah, I suppose that, uh, yeah, that could work. Because, right, because they tossed the phone after they left the school. No, he crunched with his hand and then ended up throwing it out of the car and then it was smashed and to then the they sidewalk. Could, they, yeah, but so that was their last known location. Then they could have gone into the school and figured out that the cards were stolen. Yeah, she's like, oh, I missed my wallet. And then they're like, oh. Well, they stole her whole fucking bag, I think. Oh, did she? Like, I think that was the girl's bag. Okay. So then, yeah, it would make sense that they would announce that the credit cards were stolen right away if her bag was stolen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that tracks. So that's what I'm thinking. Now, my big issue is if Reacher is not the father and they met at the end in the restaurant and they didn't recognize each other, it almost seems like they never met to begin with. Because Reacher's not yeah, going to yeah. be the kind of guy to forget anyone he's met. Like, like he's meticulous that yeah. way. So how did he get attached in the file as the father? If he's never even met this woman and she's never even met what him. What if the sniper, the guy that's in the coma, got, like, he... When he slept with that girl, he's like, "Yeah, my name's Reacher." You talk the guy in the coma the, from the first movie. Yeah, for, oh, I'm in the first movie. Again? Yeah, the guy oh, got geez, beat, the guy, got the shit yeah. kicked out of him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that. Well, could I? Book? I don't yeah, think there so. We go. Good idea. <laughs> and even she said that, like, she convinced her mom to do it to just get money. But how did they come up with Jack Reacher as the patsy of that? I'll just say maybe somebody from, okay, not going from the first movie again, but somebody from his past. All it takes is, you know, an army buddy or whatever, having a one-night stand. I guess, like. Reacher. You get some blackmail on somebody and be like, who's somebody we can get some money from who's never going to be found? Uh And that would be Jack Reacher. Maybe, but. You never know. That was one of the bigger holes in yeah. this story for me um what else colby smolder we didn't really talk about the cast colby smolders is the female counterpart which she did big you know how i met your mother was her show which one was she on is she the mom how i met your or how i met your mother was 
The one with like Neil Patrick Harris and yeah. all the young people and they're just she mm-hmm. that was she was on that show. But she I don't really remember her from anything else. What was she as on that show? I, I, I never watched the show because it was I watched it retarded. But Robin, I think, was her name oh, on the show. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, I got that. Um, Aldous Hodge, who was the black guy. He's been in some shit. Who was kind of started as a adversary but became their partner. Yeah, that's kind of the extent of the known cast. This one, like we said, they're on the run, so it goes from starts in D.C., ends up in New Orleans, where the first one was all localized. Um... But no, like, this is the one where he got their, they have the daughter. Now, where does she get the money to pay in cash for that room? Well, he stole money from his lawyer when he busted out of jail. Oh, they stole a shit ton from the guy who arrested him oh. when they broke into his house and okay. stole an envelope full. Hmm. That was interesting, and how I also, like, they knew shit was going to go sour when they both left, and the girl, like, got that rundown with the yeah. guy, like, and you're just hanging hanging a phone. Like, why wouldn't you in your head, like, figure out food for her? Like, if it's going to be, like, a... If you're gonna be gone for a day, well, I think they, I think they were gone for a lot longer than they anticipated. Well, exactly, but you can't just plan like, oh, this is gonna go great. This yeah, is what's gonna that's happen. All, that's also oh yeah, point. this is a great idea. Fuck you. Yeah, and then point. it's like this bitch is over here has doesn't have any food, and she they can't even leave. She has a phone dangling. Like, <laughs> could they go into like a closest Asian fucking Chinese? place whatever the fuck you want to call that and say hey at this hour well, drop it off was also halloween of- in the french quarter so it's gonna be a fucking madhouse oh yeah it was new orleans so yeah i'm no asian places just all spicy bullshit just say hey just send like one of everything up there and drop off 300 dollars cash and just say this they also did a good job disguising that she could have been his daughter because when she like broke out to go talk to junkies and find out, mm-hmm. she, like you know how dangerous that was, and she described how she's an asshole to the strong guys because they don't hit women. It's the weak guys that hit women. Yeah, that's very deductive and something that you could believe Jack Reacher's daughter would be able to do. Just read people like that. So they did a good job of making you believe that that was actually his daughter in that sense. Yeah. I was hoping it was. but It almost feel like at the end he was too. Yeah. And the thing is about that is it... At the... How they ended it, it didn't matter if they were blood or not. You are my dad. 
the way she slipped him the phone and yeah texted him miss me yet like yeah i i imagine they would have stayed in touch like i just feel like it was like a comp uh compl- or what the fuck it's like somebody he had in the past that knew who he was and maybe it entered like maybe after whatever book this one was after that like it's like somebody like from his past or before who knows it's in somewhere in one of those books that say that was the father and then it came up in this series like it could be, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't un- understand, like, the writer. Maybe it was. Each one's it different. It could have been or, an old army guy who he came across in the past who ends up with cancer or something and realizes he has a daughter and won't be able to take care of her. Just tell the army it's Jack Reacher. Yeah. Um, maybe. Like, I don't, like I said, not reading the books, I don't know if it ever gets explained. Like, I just wonder if, like, there's a small little details between each book. They're, like, they're completely different, but there's 99.1%, like, that are all different, but there's that point, whatever. Yeah, oh, some crossover a That's, little like, bit. yeah, that's no biggie. But, I mean, I would have liked to see the daughter do more. Like, she was just kind of a target for the whole movie. As opposed to, like, fleshing out her background and how she could have potentially known, or her mom could have potentially known Reacher, because it sounds like she was just a prostitute and a drug addict. Yeah. So, well, how would Reacher ever come across her? I thought I heard at one point she was in, like, the, she was in the military. I don't remember that, but that would make sense. And she, that's why she got addicted. Once stuff. she got out, she kind of fell that's on hard like times. That one person. I thought that's what I overheard at one point. I don't remember show. that offhand, but I, it would make sense. Like, oh, my mom was in the military, and I was looking at the military or something, and then she, that's when she got bad. Yeah, I, maybe. I don't remember that offhand. I thought that's what I heard, but... You know, I'm so. You could be right. I don't know. Yeah. But again, like <clears throat> comparing this one to this first one, the mystery isn't nearly it's as intriguing. There. The 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 action is not there like the first no. one. <clears throat> oh God, the first one we didn't even talk about the car chase, which was one of the better car chases outside of John Wick and. The oh, Bourne yeah. series, like, that was a fantastic car chase. There was nothing like that in the second movie. Yeah. Like, that was, right. that was something that, that. Uh, Stockman said, which made sense, was the first movie has several set pieces that are like, holy shit, that was cool, or that you remember. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't really have that. Yeah. Outside, I mean, maybe the fight in the warehouse when he takes on the four guys, and but even then, that wasn't as good as the fucking bar fight scene in the first one. Yeah. So, 
that's a credit to the director more than anything else. But, but yeah, I can rate this one right now. Is there anything we're missing? Uh, no, I don't think so. I want to give this one a 6.5. 6.5? Six, five. Six, five. So you go 7.2, 6.5. I was going to go 6.2. And it's, the it's, reason it's an enjoyable is, film, but it's, it's enjoyable. There's still some action. Yes, I got lost a few times, but I did visit a new dispensary this week, so I'm on some different things. So it could just be me that I got lost, and I'll just put it on that. Well, that is most definitely why, but it's still a far. It's not nearly as good as the first one. So, but with that being said, we will start talking about what I think is the best interpretation. Yeah, because uh, that's where it's going to go higher for me. So then we have the Amazon show Reacher, which came out in 2022. Is an IMDb of 8.1. There is not a Metascore. It has a 92% tomato meter, 91% audience. It is an Amazon show, so there is no budget that can be found or box office numbers. It was created by Nick Santora. And there will be a shit ton of writers because it's a writer's room TV show. There are, there are 17 writer credits, We're which not I'm not going to go through. But, again, based on the books by Lee Child. This is the Reacher that I imagine. I would think having, by even asking my dad, like, is this kind of what you would picture... Reading the books, like, oh, yeah, more than Tom Cruise, for sure. Yeah. But, again, we talked about this earlier. In 2012, there was not an option you could do for that character. You're right. You're absolutely right. But then you had this barbarian motherfucker. from Roided out of his fucking head, probably. Jesus Christ. He is a specimen. Yeah. And he can act. He's fucking great. And he can be that funny but serious all in one. He can be, he can be sarcastic and sarc- stoic at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And Great character. We were talking about the brutality of the first movie. This one steps it up to 11. Yep. Um, again, they, they did a good job because there's not – really an A-list name in the show. There's actors that you've seen around, but yeah, there's no Tom Cruise. Well, in this no, that's show. like an Amazon. Like, they bring on great B-plus. I'd say... Well, they. I mean, they go over the top, too. They did that Tomorrow War movie with Pratt. Mm-hmm. Um, Krasinski with Jack Ryan. 
So, I mean, they bring in people, but I was I I was trying to find the budget. And in while I was looking for that, I found an article that said that Reacher was the most watched show on Amazon ever in the first week. Oh no shit. Like so it's debut week it there were more minutes watched than any other show that Amazon has done. Which has probably been surpassed by now by that bullshit Lord of the Rings show that they had. Mm-hmm. But at the time it was the highest viewed show in the week. Shit. I like which I hope they drop when they drop season two, it'll be all at once. If they don't, I'm going to go wild. <laughs> because I'm going to go wild, dude. Yeah. And this is based on the first book of the series, which is... I wonder if, like, the next couple books, you would think they'd just do book by book by book. Mm-hmm. If they're not all that good... Or if maybe they wanted to keep Neely, and this is the only other time she shows back up in the series is that book. Yeah. Or they wanted to delve more into the history of the character, because they do some flashbacks in this, back to his childhood and how he became the man that he is, which sometimes I don't like flashbacks, but I like the ones that they did here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is the show that it cracked me up with this guy. Like, he just shows up at the wrong time, and all he wanted was his fucking peach pie. And before he could take his first bite, they had him in handcuffs and taking him a thing. And then right before he left, they were out of peach pie. Or, you know, he finally got peach pie at the the very very last scene. In the middle of it. Oh, we don't have any left. So and so just ordered the last yeah. one. And so that was hilarious. And then finding out the person that that they're trying to accuse him for his murder was his brother. Yeah. And that was like bullshit. And um, this guy was absolutely like. After he found his brother, he's like, oh, I'm... I'm just going to kill everybody. I'm going to kill everybody. <laughs> I'm just going to kill everybody. Like, why not? And he's dealing with a stuck, just stuck-up, fucking stiff-as-fuck detective. And then kind of a green cop mm-hmm. in Roscoe. Roscoe has nice boobies. There is a... Yeah. Um... But yeah, like he, it kind of introduced you the character the right way, where he shows up in town because he heard a song by Blind Blake, and heard that he died in that town, so that's where he's going, and it just steps into a fucking big old pile of shit. Mm-hmm. But no, I thoroughly liked everything about this show because, oh my god, like. That's like oh that you're the monster. Like <laughs> like you're just walking down the street like 
That's why it was hard for me to go back watching the Tom Cruise ones because I was fine within the time, which I still am fine. I will clarify that right now. I'm okay with how that worked out. Right. But all I'm thinking about when I was watching the Tom Cruise one is like, oh, look at that monster. Like, look at that. Like, you know, in my head, it's like. He's a guy that you see on the street, you do a double take to. Yeah. Like, you just don't. <clears throat> You're never going to not notice that man. Exactly. So like, but Tom Cruise, you're just gonna kind of like, oh yeah. Yeah, know. if he wasn't Tom Cruise and just had that physique, yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, that's not the closer. monster. Yeah. So that's like watching the show and then going back to the movie was like, I get it. Where people the on Twitter and Reddit and all that were. Like, oh my god, he can't do this shit. Like, he's with Tom Cruise, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, again, going back on our last topic, in 2012, who the fuck are you going to have mate play that character? There and is nobody that can do that character. Not only that, but again, in 2012, you're not getting a $60 million budget for that movie without someone like Tom Cruise. Exactly. We brought that up. Like, it's definitely, like, wrong era they brought that. I mean, great that they brought it because I liked the movies. Probably wouldn't have this without that. Exactly. So, it is what it is, and that's my favorite saying in life. And, you know, they were great. The show was great. And I love that he's like, yeah, the Jaguar got shot up. I'm going to go back there and get the next car. And it's like fucking Bentley. And then when he goes and gets that guy out of the, like the thing and he has his, co- his Bentley, yeah. why are both just two of my windows tinted? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I needed a fucking shitty van for a couple days. And this is the best way to get it. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the mystery of the first one. Like, <clears throat> it was clear early who the bad guys were yeah. in the show. But, again, the way that they uncover it and was good. Because you think that they're bringing money in. Instead, they're shipping money out. It's, it's a counterfeiting scheme is the big conspiracy of this season. Yeah, it was in air whole, conditioner boxes. Yeah, but the premise was that they were found a way to get the paper that the money is printed on as opposed to what they were actually doing was Bleaching single dollar bills and printing hundred dollars on top of them. Yeah. So that was the final scheme, and it took them a while to figure that out. But once they did, they go ham on everybody, burn the fucking place to the ground. But a lot of people died. Yeah. In this, a lot of innocent people, a lot of bad people. But they, it was a brutal show. They were cutting balls off and stuffing them down their throats and crucifying people. Well, that was people. what I loved about Reacher. Like, 
Well, oh my god, like they didn't even notice that part. <laughs> oh my god, his balls are gone. <laughs> like you'll find them in his stomach. <coughs> and then they found that out. Yeah. That was awesome. Like I love that Reacher. Yep, he's he's no nonsense. He's fucking doesn't fuck around. Yeah. I mean the play between him and the cop, both cops actually. He had really good chemistry with Roscoe. And then with Finley, their button heads was fucking really good. They mm-hmm. respected each other from the jump, but didn't really become to like each other until later on. Which was good. The one thing that bothered me. I, I guess it didn't really bother me, but when he was fighting the uh, cousin, like he should have just been able to maul the fuck out of him, how big he is. Yeah, exactly. Like he had a couple tough fights with some smaller people where at that size, you just grab a hold of him and snap his fucking neck. Mm-hmm. And it's over. But you got to add some drama to it. I get it. It's fine. Um, but no, I was trying to look something up on this, but I can't find it. Um, so I don't know. I can't wait for season two. I think that'll be a good time. Just over a month. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, um, I can rate this one. Maybe we can talk about some other, like, stuff we were watching and stuff like that. All right. Before we rate, I, I think stories like this, I think, I'm trying to think of other things that are comparable Maybe born. The mystery action thrillers, they're better served in a format like this, where you get eight episodes, so you essentially eight hours, instead of just two as hours. opposed to a two-hour movie where exactly. you have to cram everything in there. I agree. Which which makes this so much better because it just explains things thoroughly instead of just like there's gaps there's holes there's all that and i think that that makes what the first movie was able to do so impressive was the mystery they were able to make it an interesting mystery in two hours where this again the detective work and the investigation is far superior in the show because they had the time to fucking flesh it out and do all that shit. Where to try and tell a mystery movie in two hours compared to eight, you just don't have a shot. Exactly. So, that yeah, it was... I was pleasantly surprised by this show. We watched it right when it came out, I think. And then just rewatched it again. And I'm glad we did, because it's fucking... I like it a lot. 
I do too. And like it like what you just said. It explains everything thoroughly. There are surprises. I mean, it's not set in one location. He goes to New York. They go to Nashville or Kentucky or somewhere. and Alabama. And when you're doing it, eight out, like I did, I wasn't upset with the romantic angle that they took with Roscoe. Mm hmm. Because you could develop that relationship. If they were to do the same thing in the first movie with Cruz and Rosamund Pike, it'd be like, oh, get the fuck out of here. This is too rushed. Yeah, exactly. But when you have eight episodes, you can build up that relationship and do a point where it makes sense. Yeah. So I I didn't have a problem with that. And there were a couple nice side stories in the show with him like taking care of the dog a few times and then just laying out his fucking owner. Yeah, dude, that was the I loved about that because that guy's like, I don't give a shit about that fucking dog. It's like it was my uncle's dog. I've just got stuck with it. Yeah. And it looks like a dog of a friend of ours. <laughs> it does, definitely. <laughs> but no, like if I ever saw a dog out in the fucking nobody taking care of it, I'm gonna fucking go steal it. Well, he didn't steal it. He gave it water one time, then food, and then... Well, the guy was... All right, enough is enough. Yeah. But, yeah. There were some good heel turns with, like, Picard. Found out he was bad. The guy, the black FBI agent who was taking care of the family Mm -hmm. and hiding. Didn't see that one coming first time through. Finding out that KJ is actually like a true psychopath at the end was good. It was all good. And find out he yeah. was the one who killed his dad. Like everybody thought it was the Venezuelans and shit. Very, very twisty, very gory. It was good. There's a lot that happened, but it was good. I liked it a great deal. I'm very excited for the second season. Yep, I am too. So, you rated the first movie 7.2, second movie 6.5. Yep. So, I like that a lot. That's exactly where I was going to go, actually. I rated the first movie 7.7, 7, the second movie 6.2, and I was going to say 8.5 also. I had a plan from the beginning on this. So, we watched some other stuff. What was the other shows that we have watched recently? We just, uh, oh, we've already talked about, did we talk about Gen B on this? No. 
Man, so we talked about the boys before on this show. We have talked about the boys. Um, Gen V is like a s- after sister math. show. It, yeah, aftermath. Takes place right after. <coughs> what is <coughs> Aftermath okay to say? After the fact of season three. Yeah. Yeah. Like they start off with the news and then going into that and... It's this academy that has different it's stuff. It's the school on. for yeah. soups. Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. Dude. I liked that a lot as well. I can't wait for the new seasons of The Boys. I hope they do another this. I hope it kind of intervenes. I hope there's. I think they can do it. I don't know what your well, thoughts are. Well, we did. Are. I mean, they, they did overlap because you had a. Uh, Whoever the main crazy fucker from the boys is. Yeah. Homelander comes, makes an appearance. Almost kills everybody. So, yeah, that's the thing. And it seems like they're teaming up with the boys, who are the outlaws of... Because, yeah, then uh, the Australian fuck, he shows up, too. Mm-hmm. So there's crossover... Written all over that there. Mm-hmm. So it's good. One season. Yeah. Second season is coming. Can't wait. It's been greenlit. Um, we watched Fall of the House of Usher. That was great. Mike Flanagan at this point can do no wrong in my did eyes. Did we talk about that? Or we talked about part of it, I think, when we did Scream. Yeah, maybe. I don't think we had finished it at that point. But the way it finished was great. Yeah, it's like I said, I'm I'm a team Flanagan guy, no doubt. Yeah. Um But yeah, I don't think we watched much more. Did we talk about fucking, like, Twisted Metal and... I can't remember, dude. Uh, I, 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 it's I've been, been so a minute since we've done an episode. Since we did a pod, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in my head, like, I was so busy with work that we were just barely surviving. <coughs> but there was that and uh, Continental. Twisted Metal was great. Um, the Continental is Continental great. was good. It's clearly a lower budget John Wick because the fight scenes mm-hmm. weren't quite up to par, but it was enjoyable. It was good. Small mini series. Yeah. Did we ever see if Twisted Metal was getting renewed? I thought you said it I was. It does. You, I asked I, I you, think we might over there like, la, 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 la. We may have talked about we'll Twisted Metal because Nev Campbell was the crossover. Um, this is the moment has not been ordered. Well, this is October 24th. So as of 24th, it has not been renewed. But that doesn't okay. mean shit, because they were on strike, and nobody knew what the fuck was going on. 
But yeah, I mean, getting the winner. So this is one that's gonna get shit's gonna be not so busy. Yeah, a bunch of Hallmark bullshit. We do have to do that. Um, finish off that trilogy that we were talking about last night. I would like to do a Sense8 trilogy. Or Sense8 fucking thing out here. Yeah, we always talk about watching that in the winter. But I was talking about the Christmas Switch, Princess Switch. Oh, yeah. There's that third one we got to do for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Eli Roth is coming out with a Thanksgiving Day horror movie. I think is that it? drops next. I mean, we're not going to be able to podcast it, but... It, because there isn't really any Thanksgiving Day movies. No. But, yeah, it's supposed to be a straight slasher fucking torture porn horror movie based around Thanksgiving. Nice. That'd be fun. It's Eli Ross, so it won't be great, but it'll be enjoyable. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Well, until next time. We'll eventually get back to franchises. I think we'll just do what we can. Whenever I feel like drinking, I'll just come home. So let's just put on a movie, start drinking. Like, why don't we just do that during the weekdays? Because, you know, we just come in and I just watch YouTube videos and we just fucking just do shit like that. If I come get home by four, we can mix a drink, put on a movie podcast be done by seven make dinner do our thing 100% and if I'm dealing with work shit we just gotta pause it for a minute dumb the fuck off (laughs) but yeah alright well have a good night guys till next time peace out well shit got a little loose hopefully you understood everything Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more Booze and Bullshit.